the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Check ASO is an analytical ASO platform that provides you with up-to-date data on keywords, competitors, ratings, and reviews. It also grades your ASO level and gives you custom tips on how to improve it. This way, you can increase your app page visibility, organic traffic, and installs with every update. Try it now for free for seven days at checkaso.io. That once again is checkaso.io. Socialpeta is the world's leading advertisement, creative spy, and analysis platform dedicated to offering top ad creatives and marketing strategies for both advertisers and publishers. Serving as an essential ad and marketing intelligence platform, Socialpeta focuses on ad intelligence, cost intelligence, super important, and ad creatives. They have over 200 enterprise clients, including the big guys, Google, Supercell, FunPlus, and so many more. Go check them out. It is socialpeta.com. That, once again, is socialpeta, like a pet, peta.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, and welcome to another AppMasters virtual summit all around mobile games and really helping you level up your mobile games when it comes to monetization, retention, and obviously growth itself. And today, I've got a phenomenal guest, we're doing this a little bit late. That's why I'm, <laughs> I don't have the normal studio set up that I would like, but I'm super excited to have them on. We're going to talk all about the mobile games trends, the intelligence when it comes to advertising, what we're going to, the markets, what markets you should be paying, paying attention to. So without further ado, let me introduce the guest. His name is Sergey. Unfortunately, I'm not going to butcher his last name, but he is the BD manager at socialpeta, socialpeta.com. If you're looking to get more information on cost intelligence, creative intelligence, and all that when it comes to your advertising. So, Sergey, welcome yep. to the show. How are you doing, man? Fine, fine, you? Good. Thanks for doing this so early for your time. It's a little yeah. bit late my time, early for you. And that's yeah, no like, problem, man. No problem. We're, that's why we're just stuck with bad lighting for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Sergey. So, let's stop with the big question on here. You know, given the pandemic, obviously games have been continuing to grow. What are some of your other predictions for mobile games in the future? Well, talking frankly, see that as soon as uh, most of our clients are from gaming industry, well, pretty obvious, uh, we anticipate that in the future that uh, refinements and long-term operation will be, I would say, uh, the general trend for mobile games. Also, uh, the tactic uh, well, I will recommend is to make high-quality game and plan for a long-term operation as well. That's uh, all these, like in the conclusion, can make uh, games thrive in the, uh, this unstable global uh, situation. Uh, because as all we know, that's uh, because of this uh, pandemic, COVID-19 is still rampant across the globe. Uh, it's forcing many companies to start working from home bases, and it's what is partly hindering the development of, uh, of the new games. Uh, also, iOS and Android have both restricted the post of app package release and um, cracked down, which is like cracked down on the previous app replacement exploits. It's also hence raising the bar in the new game launching. So. Also, with the growing popularity of mobile internet, uh, the quality of game is also rising. So yeah. it's uh, 
and also it raises the, the taste of the games. So when you say quality, are you just talking about graphics or are you talking about like gameplay? What do you, what do you really mean when you say quality of games? I would say it's, um, if we talk about advertising, it's going to be like the quality of creative. I mean, uh, what is shown in creative, is not, as you may know, is not always response to what is happening in the game itself. So I would say that to make uh, a correspondence in between the creative and the real gameplay is pretty um, prominent. And also, yeah, the quality is like the visual, the visual part and the gameplay, like the, um, I would say also um, a great mixture of uh, the visual and uh, the gameplay itself of the game. Gotcha. And then what have you seen from a creative perspective that you've seen perform well? I know we've been talking a little bit more about UGC ads and maybe getting some of the player gameplays and making it more like a TikTok style video. Have you any, do you have any insights on what kind of creatives perform well on the different marketing channels? Yeah, sure. Um, I just uh, try to maybe to share some, uh, some slides. Do it. Yeah. Slides are always better. So yeah. Okay, so talking about some different markets and the some OV of different markets, we start with the, I can start with the US market. So the uh, popularity of uh, the hyper casual games uh, actually prevailed since the end of the last year, and actually decreasing a little bit now, uh, right now. So, but uh, puzzle game developers are the biggest media buyers in the US market, with um, as far as I remember, approximately four point five thousand. Uh, active advertisers in the uh, in the last quarter and uh, it was followed by those of also arcade games uh, with almost 4,000 active advertisers in, in the same quarter wow. so um, uh, in the first half of this year hyper casual games sets off uh, a wave of media buying in the US market which uh, reached its peak in April uh, when 25 hyper casual uh, game advertisers hit the top 550 list so as you can see on the slide so, however, the wave uh, quickly faded out in the in the second half of this year, as advertisers of STG and SLG and Apogee uh, took over. So, this is kind of this situation. So, we can uh, jump uh, to another slide about the most recommended advertisers on the US market. Mm -hmm. um, so, those are these, and the casual games are, I would say, the main force in the media uh, market uh, in the US. And you may notice that the top five on the rank are all all casual games so and Carlfield games took up the largest portion of the media buying among, among all the casual games the first one takes uh by is, is taken by coloring book so um candy lucky it's a match puzzle game which uh, ranks fifth is a, also a money making the, there are many money making games actually emerging on the s markets in the, uh, in the in the third quarter of this year yep something about uh, the coloring book itself um so uh, it's a Coldfield casual game uh, whose players are mostly females and it has ranked uh, top for several times on media by rank. Um, I would say that ad creative mainly takes video and image forms of this advertiser um, and the largest share is attributed to also image creatives which was rising throughout the last quarter approaching approximately 80% in, in late September. Uh, the target audience is mainly female uh, game is accounting for about 90%, about 90%. Yeah, if we talk a bit, a bit more about um, like the creatives and video creatives. Um, so the classical one has been uh, advertised for around 30 days. 
and it has received one million impressions. Yeah, I can I can try to maybe to yeah we can we can see the video right now. Cool. Yeah, so push your mice cat classic. So and the on the right hand you're gonna see like another one. It has been advertised for nearly two months and has uh, um, almost five hundred thousand impressions. This kind of talks about what we kind of at the the, lead, the question leading to this part was you know what kind of creatives it seems I love that it's seasonal right like as of this recording it's in early November and they're already preparing for the December Christmas and all that stuff and obviously highlighting parts of the gameplay. Like any yeah, game it's creative. like a jingle buzz, you know. So um, yeah. it's uh, all of all of them that could be like seasons. So uh, it depends on the so basically it attracts uh, uses by famous uh, paintings or festivals or uh, like we see here uh, the uh, the Christmas coming. So it all depends on the on the part of the year uh, the uh, they are creating those creatives. Yeah. So going further on um, about the money making a little bit. Yeah, so this one's gonna be funny. Um, so advertisers in this game genre prefer um, like a real person creatives, mainly because uh, real money plus real person uh, narrative may increase the uh, real ability of the user. Um, so, uh, and due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the, you know, the instability uh, brought especially to US uh, about the, these elections that happened recently, um, we think that life has not yet returned to normal for the vast majority of American people. Is that what we think? Uh, and while the habit of spending money in advance leaves them with a very little money in hand. So this presents money making online games with a fairable opportunity. Uh, while the, the mode of real per people, real person plus real money can really meet the current needs of American people. So we're going to see like another creative. I just got a game where everyone can win some real money. I love that after every round, you never know how much money you're gonna win. I just played a few rounds with some friends and at first I won $10 and then $20 and then $50. Everyone on there was going crazy over winning so much money. You have to try it. Yeah, so. I wish I would ever win any kind of amounts anyway, but. Um, Sergey, so, I've seen so many of these ads. I use, I don't know if you're familiar with the app called Sweatcoin, but you can like get some daily rewards and rewarded videos. And yeah. that is like the number one type of ad I see on that, that app. It's like, yeah, I want this, this real money. money. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so. Um, we can also look uh, on this one. So this is a casual kind of a casual game and um, casual games are sitting at number one in the US mobile game markets and hyper casual games are loved by Americans users because of it's like fun gameplay and simple uh, operation. So many, many manufacturers want to develop uh, more fun gameplay to attract users and makeup like we're going to see uh, straight ahead. Um, plus hyper casual gameplay seems to be like a great match.
Yeah, so it looks like more for female gamers. Yeah, so and uh, here we see just uh, some uh, samples of image creatives for, for the American and, and, and European market. So um, we can also identify that uh, all of those three creatives are pre preferable person creatives. Yeah, this is almost all about the US market itself, actually, uh, just answering your question. Yeah. No, that's very helpful. The other thing I want to move on to, and this is a question I get a lot, asked a lot, lot all the time too, is are my Facebook ads do what, you know, like what are my Facebook ads doing well? So like, what kind of CPI should I be getting? What can I be estimating for when I'm actually trying to spend money as well? So do you have any intelligence around that, Sergey? About cost intelligence on Facebook? Yeah. Uh, networks. Mm -hmm. So about your question for about the Facebook, uh, uh, cost intelligence. So, um, uh, in a special period, um, I would say in this special period, uh, many companies uh, and brand owners have been uh, have chosen in open sources and cost saving measures, uh, hoping to spend uh, every dollar um, on advertising budgets on the blade than ever before. So, social uh, pattern. Uh, which has uh, an advertising database and technical capabilities knows the current plight and anxiety of the enterprise and and we quickly uh, we quickly respond to the to upgrade our advertising intelligence analysis tool so in a short period of time and the latest online audience interest has cpa function just is to alleviate the operating pressure of enterprises and to help them overcome uh, some difficulties they, they face uh, this period of time and so um, so, uh, according to the uh, words entered by the user, uh, for instance, here on the slide, you can see it's kind of a new feature we have uh, implemented. Um, uh, we will automatically match the relevant audience interest words or recommended words on Facebook. And also, you can see the audience size of the related words and also the price of CPC and CPM and the popularity of the word. So, all these happens with the face all the Facebook networks, so which are the Facebook uh, Messenger and uh, Audience Network and Instagram. So you can, um, and highly value means that the word is adopted more times. So this is what we, we can see here. Um, if we just jump to the, to the other slide. So here we see that many people may have this question, what functions are available for CPA um, analysis? So we, we can see here on the slide that I mainly an, uh, analyze CPA indicators. Uh, it's uh, to like activate, install, and registration. So the, you, these, these are the main filters. Uh, it could be filtered also by the system, iOS or on Android. And um, uh, also achievement level and checkout purchase, uh, checkout messaging reply, uh, and also product view and conversion um, are also available for the filtering uh, in, this, um, in this feature. Uh, there are also some dimensions such as gender and age group under relevant filter conditions also available. And also here uh, you can see that, yeah, the age and the, and the gender. So on the basis of the previous CPC page, uh, optimization of filtering items and data dimensions, et cetera, has been also carried out. And we do have the same function, but for, uh, for CPA, uh, for CPC, sorry, for CPC section, mm -hmm. uh, where you can see the, the filtering by, by, by geography or by, by, by CTA. Uh, or by the, the the vertical of the game or the theme that you want to to cover, or maybe it's going to be like a non-gaming application. Depends. Also, do you have a um, uh, also do you have a, a feature for the e-commerce, uh, like for internet shops? So 
uh, so it's pretty, um, I would say, so wide um, possibilities for this feature, I think we do have. Anything around cost per install, or do we just use that CPC information and kind of back out the numbers like, hey, if we, at this CPC for this much budget, we're gonna get this many clicks, and then this many clicks are gonna lead to this many downloads. Is that the best way to back out the cost per install numbers? Yeah, yeah, so sure, you, you, can, you can see like the, um, um, let, me, let me have a look. Yes, uh, according to, to our feature, yes, of course you can see the, uh, the uh, CPI for sure. I, I think I have already shown it to you before. So uh, yeah, so here in, in the CPA section, uh, as well as, as a CPC, but also only in CPA section, you can see the CPI, so cost per install here. You can see like the price in overall by, by each day. So for instance, here we have like the 1st of June and you see the price for activation, install and registration. Uh, it also can be all measured by and filtered by, by, by geography and the trend or, or, the, or the vertical of the game you want to you wanna see or the vertical of uh, your app. For instance, you, if you're interested in social or education app, apps, uh, you, you, can, you can filter it in, in the system and then you will see the trend uh, of uh, the uh, uh, CPI, CPI costs. Hey, Sergey, what's the difference between... What's activate? Obviously, we know what install is. I'm assuming registration is just somebody who puts in their email address and goes about filling out all the information from there. But what's activate? Because you know that's just 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 start the game. For instance, you can you uh -huh. can install it on your on your on your device, but you you didn't open it even once. So, got it. Okay, that's interesting. These are good numbers. Hey, I've been hearing a lot about the Japanese market, and especially for gaming. It's supposed to be like super huge, right? What kind of intel do you have on the Japanese market? Yeah, Japanese is a really uh, interesting market because it's uh, pretty much different from, uh, from I would say, all, all the globe. Yeah, I, need to, I still need to share the screen with you, man. Yeah, talking about the Japanese market because a lot of interesting stuff to show. I mean, even the... Uh, the creators are very interesting. So just a sec. Yeah, I know. I know it. I mean, it's like when you're trying to go after it, you can't just have normal U.S. Western Thai style type of like icons or screenshots. Everything has to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, talking about the Japanese market, just a little bit. So Japanese local manufacturers witness a decreasing proportion of new releases, so representing less than 50% of the entire market in the first quarter of this year. And uh, with more products imported from other countries, most, uh, well, most of them are from China or South Korea. Mm. And uh, the number of advertisers featuring significant ACG-oriented elements are increasing in numbers and mostly contributed by Chinese manufacturers. So uh, starting the, the third quarter, as seen on the slide of this year, ACG mobile games shall not be like uh, an underestimated among Japanese media buyers. What's ACG? Out of curiosity. Yeah, if, if only I can remember the abbreviation. I mean, this is kind of a, a thing that's uh, for visualization. When you when you put some uh, cute uh, cute girls with, on your creative. Oh, okay. Uh, with, with a special visualization. Really, I don't remember the uh, the abbreviation itself. I mean, how to um, what 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 does this stands for? Really, don't remember. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, sorry. Oh, it's anime comic games. Uh, yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about the uh, like the uh, the hot advertising ranking in the third quarter of this year for Japanese market, uh, the first one is uh, as an ICG oriented mobile game by UG Singapore. Uh, the second one, um, sorry, I just, <laughs> the, sec the second one is a uh, Three Kingdom Junior version, also an uh, OCG oriented card game by Yuji. Uh, the third is Afiki Arena by Little Games. Uh, it's an idle card game. So yeah, this with the evil eye in the middle. <laughs> um, the, the fourth is, a, you should call me Lord. It's a Japanese server, a role playing game by Chunku Entertainment. Uh, yeah, and the last one, uh, is a bond of love and faith is also a ACG oriented RPG uh, by EG. So, Sergey, um, I didn't know you could read Japanese. That's pretty impressive, man. No, I'm not. I'm not. I just uh, <laughs> remember it by heart. No. <laughs> no Japanese for me, unfortunately. Yeah, so, and you see that top editors in Japanese market are all more or less related to, to Chinese developers, mm. uh, suggesting that quarter three was time when uh, Chinese game developers were, were fighting extremely hard in, in the Japanese market. So everyone wanted to, to occupy the high, uh, high lands. It seems like right. they're creating games. It's not like they're localizing, you know, like Clash of Clans or some like global game. It seems like they're creating games just for these particular markets. Yeah, sure. And it's not like a, a rocket science and it's uh, n n not the first time they did it. So, uh, I, I mean, when you're entering a new market, you have to, you can do like the, the absolutely new creatives or the best way or even the cheapest way is to, just try to localize the existing ones mm -hmm. due to the mentality and traditional and traditions of this market you're, you're trying to enter. So this is a, a true story. Yeah, so uh, as, as you may see from this slide that among the, the, all the developers, UG was uh, attacking in every possible directions. So like ICG, music, card games, and RPG and everything else. Yeah, so um, a little bit of uh, data analysis. So. Now, now we'll get closer to this uh, like outstanding advertiser, ICG oriented one. So these advertisers started placing creative in Japanese markets, I would say in the first half uh, of July. And uh, the quantity of creatives gradually increased and peaked in the mid of August. And uh, with uh, 460 pieces of creative placed in a single day even. So it's, it's, a, it's a very big quantity for, for one day only. Right. And so it, it, advertisers cho have chosen Facebook as its primary network. Uh, placing approximately 25% of their creators uh, in, in this network and mainly in form of image actually. So image was accounted uh, in um, up to 65% of out of all their creatives. Yeah, so we're gonna see some uh, videos over here, I guess so. So, and uh, you, may, uh, you may all just notice that all popular creatives are ACG oriented. So. Uh, those are appealing to anime figures and uh, CV introduction. Mm. So more, moreover, in terms of chat, um, in terms of networks, ACG creatives have better performance in local Japanese uh, networks like NAND and uh, AMO Ad than Facebook. So you see, it's uh, when you're entering the Japanese market, you better use the local networks uh, for your promotion than uh, than Facebook. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. And also, the text of ads are also mainly about story background settings and the life to attack and CV cost. So I should say that EG has already formed its own theory to track SAG players in here. So yeah, we can check the video of that.
Yeah, the second one, I guess. Now this one is image, right? Hey, yeah, so just Sergey, what was the second game called? Sorry, which one? If you go back real quick to that previous slide, the because yeah. I just wanted to see how they're localizing because they're it seems like they're specifically targeting the Japanese market, but I want to see how they're localizing in my US app store. So what's that second game called? Because I can't, you know, obviously I don't the know. Second what. game, I think it was like the Three Kingdoms junior version. Three Kingdoms. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. See if I can find it. That's interesting. Okay. Go ahead, sorry. No, no worries. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we can go through just some very popular uh, video creatives in Japanese markets. So uh, this creative was found on NAND. Uh, it's a local Japanese network and Japan is a country with a profound SLG culture. Uh, and so many creatives in uh, local networks are more or less featured, featured with ACG elements. And uh, adding some enemy elements to traditional casual gameplay will will make a creative more inspiring. And you know that the previous video creative really inspired me a lot. So I really agree with that notion. Uh, usually, uh, uh, our classic casual game creative will have the the apple pots, but in Japanese market, the the enemy girl below uh, I added below. So you see, so um, as we can see here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so pretty casual three-line match game, but with the enemy girl in, uh, just below and just makes it good. So was this for Toon Blast then? This was Toon Blast for the Japanese yeah. market. Yeah. Interesting. That's a great example because, you know, that's what we talked about. Like, hey, if you're going to go try to go to the Japanese market, you better have some elements that's going to appeal to that market too. Sure. Just be sure. like, hey, I'm going to localize my text and have yeah. some different, the same characters and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So, and, and talking just a little bit about the uh, like uh, high quality uh, image creatives for the Japanese market, due to the easy gameplay and uh, female players take the majority actually making Japan a top female game market. So, and uh, most pictures choose pink or cute colors as you may see now and are matched with large font slogans. And uh, casual games by, by line, which are them, um, are very popular in Japan. And uh, Line is an SNS popular in Japan and they took the advantage of a large user base to, to promote their own game. So they're like, they're reaching out the, the top existing uh, amount of, uh, of users because it's very popular uh, SNS in Japan. So yeah, this is kind of all about the Japanese market, about the image and video creatives. And you see that we'll talk about it before that this market is, is really different from, from what we had Got, what we got used to. Yeah, it's very interesting. And all this data, you can pull it from Social Peta. So if you guys are interested in launching for different markets, kind of seeing, if you definitely, if you have a game, trying to see like what's going to be working from a creative aspect, how much cost and budget you're going to have to put into it. 
beyond obviously doing all the right things that you've learned from this virtual summit, having a good game, making sure it retains, making sure it monetizes, Social Peta gives you that intelligence to really figure out, okay, what's my go-to-market strategy? What kind of creators will convert the best and what kind of costs and budget I should put onto that. Sure. And Sergey, do you want to cover anything else that you, that I might've missed? Mm, let me think about it. Um... Yeah, I can, I can just uh, go through some, um, just briefly about some social pad values uh, that also we can bring just some words about it. Sure. Uh, yeah, so uh, social pad, uh, as well as established like five years ago, and we, it's, it's uh, people have to know the importance of, you know, the artificial, of artificial intelligence uh, and the big data in creating advertising campaigns for that, that really work. And the uh, social pad is intelligence tool. Keep an eye on the brands in different niches and keep track of their advertising data. So this can help in devising a better strategy and comparison to strategy created using manual means. So also using the collection of our massive database of, of millions of ad creative that we have collected since uh, 2015 from almost all the popular advertising networks, social pad can provide like advertising information from multiple dimensions, such as uh, advertising creativity, advertising data analysis, advertising uh, advertiser analysis, and popular advertising lists. So also, yeah, the popular trends and all, 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 uh, everything that you have already mentioned, the CPC, CPA, and audience. So all this information can help the advertising getting inspiration from the competitors and learn from their mistakes. So obviously, this is, uh, uh, this is all. Love it. And it's a critical time, right? Like games and everything else tend to really blossom prices go up too during the christmas yeah. holiday time frame and so it is a time to maximize because it is from a sales perspective also the biggest right you we're probably gonna see i'm sure what do you think sergey every year in january there's a news article about how apple reports it's the biggest sales day they've ever had right you think it's going to be the same in 2021 when some january something 2021 apple reports this biggest sales day you think the sale numbers given the pandemic are going to hit that what do you think? Um, not sure about it. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I think that it's not going to be like a record. Like, maybe they're going to have like a slight uh, increase, but not, not a record one for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it happens. But with all this intelligence, it's super important, especially as we get into the Christmas time and the big rush from an app and sales perspective and e-commerce, everything that just really goes crazy during December. Yeah. So, Sergey, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. Give us an app or tool that we should definitely check out. Uh, actually, not really. I'm pretty conservative in this kind of a question, but uh, recently I'm using. Uh, if we talk about the game, we, I'm, I'm going to use. I'm going to. I'm going to advise you to to try Among Us game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, like becoming more and more popular, especially uh, in some regions. So, uh, Among Us is uh, like a first one choice uh, concerning the apps. Uh, according to the fact that I'm using. Um, uh, Apple products. Uh, I had to use some uh, safe, battery safe, uh, <laughs> battery safe applications. You know, uh, it's not to take the uh, the power bank with me all the time. Oh, that's awesome, man! What's a lesson? It could be personal or business that took you the longest to learn. I think that uh, I'm always learning. It's uh, it's not like you're, you're you have learned it and you're done. So it's always like uh, a pace that you have to have to do. Uh, every week, every month, I would say there's something new to, to analyze and to study for yourself. Love it. And well, the website is called Social Peta. 
social peta and i say pet like you know a dog but socialpeta.com as well they're always looking for game founders to really highlight in their blog and their publication so if you are one of those gaming founders definitely go reach out to them sergey if the audience wants to follow up and follow up with you do you want to send them anywhere else besides socialpeta.com no socialpeta.com you can find me there Uh, no problem you can find there like for any any global region so it's okay it's like universal uh, platform to to find us for any uh, for any question you have anytime we walk 24 hours (laughs) yes you have people all over the world well this was a great interview again guys we did an interview or we did a, a review of the product on the youtube side i said hey do this before you do any type of mobile advertising for your game and i definitely recommend you check them out it is once again socialpeta.com sergey thank you so much for waking up a little bit earlier and doing this yeah thank you steve yeah thank you so much man thank you guys for watching i'll see you on the next interview thanks for listening to the app masters podcast for show notes and amazing app marketing content check out appmasters.co